0: I can't fathom how how fast the last thirty nine years have gone by. That's how long I've been in elected office, right? Uh, tax commissioner yeah. before that, yeah, and and mayor and city council before that. So, yeah, so, no, it's it's been it's been a labor of love, though. I mean, it's and and I'm going through this. Um, one minute it's like, man, I, I wish I wish next week was here. I'm ready to hang <laughs> it up, and then it's like, oh my god, what am I going to do with myself? You know, it's it's a real strange uh, feeling when you're leaving something after this long?
1: Well, know. plenty of time, and we'll spend some time this morning talking about that that legacy word, what, what's what been accomplished over the last eight years, and before that, all those years in the tax commissioner's office. But a question to start here, Nancy Denson, something you've left undone, something that will maybe, as you look back, gee, I wish we'd finished this, or I wish we'd started this, something you didn't get around to or didn't work out the way you wanted it to.
0: Well, well, actually, there's, there are not a lot of those things, Tim, because I I pretty much live in in a, a world of reality, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat pragmatic. And I know you can't do everything. But um, the one thing that I, I wish I had done differently, and the public probably won't even understand about this. And some of our commissioners have said the same thing. We changed the the, the uh, way by which we cover some of our retirees and their health insurance. Right. And it's been very, very difficult for many of them. And very unpopular among oh, many of oh, them. Oh, absolutely. And 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 when it was presented to us, it seemed like a good thing, like it was going to be good for the employees, and and it saved the county a lot of money. But but the frustration, I because I deal with it myself, uh, because I'm a retiree from the tax office. But but you know, for, I think about some of our older people, and when I say older people, that's funny, but my age. Um, <laughs> but um, I I think about them trying to make these decisions about what company to go with for for their help you know, for the uh, the bridge type. Uh, uh, insurance for their with, with Medicare uh, and and then you know which which one do I go to for my Part D Medicare and and I just think that you know that that's a daunting thing for most people yeah. You know.
1: And I was supposed to, at least initially, my understanding was, the idea was, and you touched on this, Mayor Denson, is going to make things more affordable, make things better. In some cases, maybe it does, but I gather it's generally unpopular because the bottom line is the bottom line. These folks having to dig a little deeper into their own pockets. Oh, yeah, and and the thing is, Tim,
0: is is insurance is changing everywhere. So so even if we'd kept the old system we were on, particularly with the uh, uh, prescription drugs, people would be paying a lot more out of pocket. But you, but you don't realize that when it's a change, you think about what it used to be, and so so financially it's not really that bad a deal for people. But it's just the frustration having to make those those choices and like did I make the right one? You know, and so so it's and, and with people that are.
1: Losing a little bit bit of their capacity sometimes Mm -hmm. That makes it even worse Uh, Mayor Nancy Denson with us Uh, Mayor for a couple more weeks here I I don't know if you walk around with these numbers in your head How many athens Clark County government employees do we have right now? They're about 1,700 About 1,700 And the one thing that you do every year Kelly Gertz will take over when he becomes mayor The one thing you do every year You lay out that budget Uh, Some of these jobs that get expanded Some that get phased out Some that never get created in the first place Step us through that process I don't know that we spend enough time thinking about that, that crucial role of local government and your role
0: in it well well that actually it, it starts at the first of the year but between we adopt the budget because we're on a fiscal year so the new budget starts every year the first of july and and the the process is kind of boring to people that don't do it um but the process is all the departments turn in a budget and and that most of them except just two or three work for the manager so they turn the budgets in the manager goes over it uh, he makes recommendations, and then it comes to the mayor. And the mayor, it's actually called the mayor's budget. And then the mayor goes over it and decides. You know, you know, this, I want to take this out. I want to increase this. I want to put something new in it. But but it's not a surprise to the manager, or it has been with me because it's things we talk about as we're going along as the process is going but on. But it's, a, it's, not,
1: it's a, just as it is at every level of yeah. government. It's it's about setting priorities. That right. budget is reflective of your priorities.
0: But but there are very there's not that much. Um, uh, discretionary money mm-hmm. in the budget most of it are things that are that you don't have control over like you know you've got to keep the lights on uh, got to pay the police sa- officers police officers salaries uh, benefits for for employees like the the health insurance that i just talked about so there's so much there that that takes the budget up and and i think it's um, some of our new commissioners are probably going to be a little bit surprised because the you know the, the, all the things that we're going to do x y and z and they all cost money And so you're going to have to, you know, it's got to be prioritized. You're either going to have to cut things that exist now or raise taxes. And some
1: of the things that I'm hearing talked about, are, are, are very expensive things to do. Uh, for example, we'll talk about a couple of these. Uh, the new mayor, the new commission taking over after the first year. I say new commission for new faces I, behind the rail next year. And one of the things we are going to talk about is transit. It has expanded during mm-hmm. your time oh, yeah. in office. Uh, the Athens bus service has expanded. The routes that are run, the hours that are run, the days of operation, all those things expanded. Uh, there are those uh, who want to expand it even farther. And there are those who advocate for quote unquote free bus service.
0: Yeah. Well, well, Actually, in a utopia, I would like to have free bus service. Uh, I think it would be wonderful if we had adequate buses to just get people wherever they wanted to go, and you and you step on the bus and go. Uh, I'm, I don't know that that'll ever be the the case. Um, some some of the examples that are cited, like uh, um, Chapel Hill, basically the university pays most of that money, and
1: and. And they are free. You don't have to. You don't well, have to pay yes almost. and no. Uh, they're 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 not free because oh, the nothing, bus drivers like is. to get paid. The gas yeah. has to be pumped into the bus. You yeah. got to fix the tires. You got to buy the bus. Yeah. Nothing's free. The question yeah. is who pays for it? Absolutely. And and that's where the issue comes in
0: with with taxes. And as far as you know, expanding the bus system. When, when I first came in, uh, we had some night, night routes that I actually pulled out of the budget because they were just so cost ineffective. It it was I thought irresponsible to spend the money on it where, you know like, uh, one trip was costing maybe fifty dollars. I'm I'm pulling these out of there because mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. That's been eight years ago, but but then um, I actually uh, added Sunday buses uh, in in the budget maybe two years ago, and part of that was because uh, I'd go to Kroger's on Sunday, which seemed to be the only time I could go, and there were two or three people there that that had talked to me and, and talked about bus service and how difficult it was for them to get to and from work, and I thought. You know, society doesn't shut down on on Sunday. You know, we're, we're a seven-day, twenty-four-hour society now, and people have to get to work. And so we we went to Sunday bus service. But I told some people that were talking to me, I said, "Now, if we do it, you got to use it because if you don't, you'll lose it." You know, so.
1: And have they been?
0: Uh, ev- evidently, you know, I don't I don't follow it that closely. But if it were not working well, I, I looked at it at the, bu- at the budget last last year because this would was the second year of it, and and it seemed to be. Uh, adequate you know that they were taking advantage of it and you have to give it time too for people to get
1: used to it and understand our exit interview this morning she's mayor for a couple more weeks she's in studio with us this morning let's pick it up right there we were talking during the break as we were about to come back here you you kind of wandered into that subject Said talk about things that i'd like to have improved said getting everybody a job. And you say, in terms of the employment rate itself in Athens, we're really close. Uh, the Athens unemployment rate now, yeah, 3.5 or 6 or 7% last time I looked at it. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are working, very few people unemployed, yet that persistently high poverty rate. Now you made the point there and others have made this too. It's a result of Athens being something of a magnet for people who come to our town, our community, for the services that are provided here that aren't provided any place else. Uh, is that a positive? Is that a negative? Is that, is it either?
0: Uh, I think it's both. Um, w- when I was running for office, my, my emphasis was jobs because because my, my feeling is that most people would like to work. I think there's some there are a few people that, that don't, but I think the, the sense of of uh, of just being a human being that's that's what we do. We 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 have things that we do that are our specialty that make a living or or help other people whatever whatever reason we're doing it. But um, Athens had a, had a bad reputation for being business unfriendly. And, and I think we literally lost uh, people that wouldn't... That, I had somebody from, from Georgia Power, which is where, one of, where most uh, companies originate to come talk to, to a community about moving in, like, for instance, Caterpillar or any, any big company. They, it usually starts through Georgia Power because they want to make sure that they've got those resources. And so Georgia Power is sort of the conduit. And he said... Uh, Mayor Denson, the the door has been slammed to Athens for a long time because of the reputation of being business unfriendly. And you've got it cracked if you can just keep it open. And one of the things I'm really proud of, Tim, is in fact, when I was running for reelection, no, excuse me, when I was running the first time, I was asked uh, if the unemployment rate had not uh, gone down, uh, would I I not run again? And I committed to not run again if if the unemployment rate had not changed and we start. We were at 9.7 when I ran for office, and we have uh, the community's created 62,000 jobs over 62,000 jobs in the eight years I've been in office. So, so we have created an environment where, where people want to come here and invest and work here. But, but back to the thing about poverty, uh, that goes all the way back to the Bible. You know, the, the poor you'll have with you always, and and even uh, back in in biblical Bible days. When, when things were bad, when there was, were uh, uh, droughts or, or problems, people always sort of uh, were drawn to the cities because that's where they thought they could get some help. And that's exactly what's happening in Athens. Athens is, has always been the economic center for, this, for, the, for a big portion of northeast Georgia. And so people that, that need help are drawn to where they think they can get help. But, but as far as it being good and bad, I think the community should be very proud of the efforts we've made to help people that are having a hard time, but that—that's the part to be proud of. The bad part is that we can never change those numbers. Those numbers just stay consistent. Um, I have a hard time believing we've got high thirties unemployment. I mean, that, well, not employ- poverty or poverty. Yes. Excuse me, poverty, because it's just hard to wrap your head around if you've got—I uh, think the last time I looked, it was three point four percent unemployment. Mm-hmm. And uh, economists consider four percent full employment. Well, when you've got that, and then you've got that much poverty, it, it's it's hard to get your you head know, around. Well, people
1: it. point to low wages then. Yeah, everybody has a job, but wages are low, and they blame the University of Georgia for keeping the wages artificially low. I, I, I'm not an economist. I don't know. I don't. I can't speak to the cause and effect. Maybe you can. Do you buy that argument? Uh, somewhat,
0: because because university is one of the biggest employers, and of course the next one are the, are the hospitals and. And th- their, their wages have not been high, terribly high. I know the hosp- uh, Athens Regional, I believe, has made a commitment to either 12 or $15 an hour. I think that they are working on that. And I hope the university is, because because you know, you, you still can't make a living on $15 an hour, you know, middle-class living that people think of. But you have to start someplace. It's, it's, you know, I have a... I have a um, I, I'm very ambivalent about minimum wage because I'm not sure that it does anything except drive inflation. Because in in the county, we just did a salary study. Well, I'm sorry. That's no, a very I'm important talking.
1: person or phone ringing while <laughs> yeah. we're in the middle of our conversation. You're Mayor Nancy.
0: Nancy. But, but uh, we, we've we had this conversation in the county, you know, about and, and we just had a, a, a wage study, wage and, and salary study that we've adopted, and it very, was very expensive to put into place. Uh, but the thing is, is, people have to think about it. When you raise the, the people on the lowest level, you've got to raise everybody else above them. Otherwise, you know, you you you, just, you you have this compression where you've got a college degree or you got somebody's worked for 20 years and doing a good job and they're making the same thing that somebody comes on board. So so as as you raise the bottom, you got to raise all of it and it gets to be very expensive. And does that really do anything? Because then things that you buy start going up
1: because it costs more to to make them to sell them whatever it is. Mayor Nancy Denson, mayor for another couple of weeks here. A couple of things in no particular order here. I got a lot of attention. Uh, the scooter ban uh, of a couple of weeks ago earlier this month, uh, a 12-month. Melissa Link, I think, has the language right. It's more properly a moratorium than a ban. You're going to look at this thing over the course of the next 12 months and, and probably, hopefully, bring the scooters back. Now, you won't be a part of that. The next commission uh, and the next mayor will deal with that. Where were you? It's a unanimous vote. You didn't need to vote, but where are you on that conversation?
0: Well, well actually, I pointed that to a committee because we already had a committee working on uh, some issues with bicycles and things. So I added that to the committee, and, and I, I said it on the committee meeting the first night. We had to talk about it, and and I feel like we need to work to find a way to make it work because I think it's just a way of the future. It's it's another mode of transportation, and it's it's going to be very difficult to figure out how to work it into the, the fabric of town to make it not dangerous for everybody and, and to not have the scooters laying in the middle of the sidewalk when somebody's trying to walk down the sidewalk or even those that are in a wheelchair trying to get down the sidewalk so i think we've got to to come up with some solutions but but it is a good mode of transportation even i was even thinking for myself you know i um for the last eight years i've gone to work mostly in a suit and dressed up because i never know whether somebody's gonna walk in the office that wants to bring a business to athens or whether i'm gonna be dealing with with a a janitor that's having a problem and, and they're all just as important But I feel like out of respect to them, I need to be properly dressed. And for me to go from City Hall to the courthouse in high heel shoes and (laughs) pantyhose is, you know, I hop in my car and go down there because it's just not practical in the middle of a hot summer. But I could literally step on one of those things and go. It's actually uphill from City Hall to the courthouse. Have house. you done that?
1: No, but I, but, I, <laughs> but I'm going to try. I, I okay. intend to try it. You know, yeah. uh, you know, it just occurred to me because I heard some of the complaints at, at the meeting, uh, talking about the bird scooter folks specifically when Caterpillar came. They didn't just show up and start making tractors. We knew they were coming, and yeah. we knew for a long time they were coming. Contrast that with these Bird Scooter folks. My understanding is they basically airlifted these things in overnight, and suddenly they're on every street corner in town. You had no idea you that, were blindsided. Well, by that's this thing. exactly
0: what happened. I actually got a letter, a, an email letter from the company the day the scooters appeared, and and they were telling us that they had they were meeting all uh, laws and had insurance, and you know we have no no. Um, no proof of any of that, you know. But but they did they did actually just drop them in, and then when we were considering the ban for the year, somebody from Bird shows up to talk to us, and they about a year too late mm. because they should have talked to the to our community and all the communities they do this before they come in. To try to solve some of the well, problems. Well I
1: couldn't I say if I wanted to, there goes Anthony Clark County being unfriendly to business again, got this wonderful business model. everybody likes it. it's working and here here comes the county banning these things for a year. Couldn't I make that accusation? Well, well y-
0: yes, in fact that was sort of what I was trying to to make when we were in the committee that that we need to we need to find a way to make it work. but we can't do it alone. It's got to be done with the company. It's also got to be done with education with the public because uh, some of the, the particular students that are using these are putting themselves in harm's way so badly the way they use them, and also just the, the the courtesy of of not just dropping them where you get through with them, and not worrying about whose way they're in. So so I th- I think we, we I think we will work out a way to make them work. Of course, Bird's not the only company. Right, there are others. And yeah. and so when when I won't be there, but I'm assuming that we will maybe put out an RFP of of you know who would like to be in Athens because because they're they're using the public right away way the sidewalks and you know and, and they're not contributing anything right now there's and it's, it's not a finance it's not to make money but but if when we start trying to regulate how they do it and it, do the education and all that that's going to cost money so the people that are making money from it are the ones that are going to need to pay, put put something up so so I'm sure that we'll have
1: some kind of a license or something to each for each uh, company that wants to do it. Spend a few extra minutes with Mayor Nancy Denson who leaves after the first of the year. Uh, it, again the, just a quick passage of time here. A couple of things that we were talking about. Uh, circle back to the police department. Uh, it's been the focus of a lot of controversy obviously in recent weeks and recent months. Uh, you've watched it over the last eight years and, and now the search for a new police chief conducted by the manager Blaine Williams who's searching for public input uh, wants to know what kind of police chief the community wants to have. What would you have by? way of offering input on that um
0: well i actually <coughs> offered my input <laughs> to, the, to the manager because the manager will make it make the decision and i i think that uh, i would personally like to see a local person in that job you know rather than and this i, I hope i'm not putting a, a burden on our manager by saying this but but I, over the years since mm-hmm. i've been in politics i've heard mm-hmm. so often people say why every time we have a top job uh, do we go out someplace else and look for it because you know we've we've got good people here that could fill it, and you know I, I really thought a lot of Chief Freeman, uh, but I I think because he was not uh, an Athens person hadn't been here a long time he really didn't understand the community, and uh, I I think it was just a bad fit for our community with that chief. I think if we had somebody here that's that's been around for twenty thirty years. It, it might be a better fit for our
1: community. Uh, to do that, I suppose you uh, you dip into the existing police ranks. Mm-hmm. You'd find somebody that's there now and promote from within. Uh, uh,
0: that that would that would be my preference if I if I were doing that.
1: You know I don't I don't and we can ask these kind of questions and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would think that if I were to say, okay, Nancy Denson, uh, speaking of police, uh, give me the saddest day as mayor of Athens over the last eight years, we'd probably have to circle back pretty close to that Buddy Christian uh, yeah, police uh, shooting, shooting back in March twenty eleven. 2011 I, I will never forget yeah. the day as we today have a funeral for a police officer who was murdered in decatur i'll never forget that sunday afternoon here that motorcade that i thought would never end we stood up there on atlanta highway at timothy and watched it roll by and there you were on one of the buses up front uh, your recollections of that day and 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 your interactions with that family today oh that that was one probably
0: the most difficult day of my life and i'd been in, it was my first year in office and you know it's, it's funny to look back at your reactions and think, why did I do that? But for some reason, um, I stayed at, the, at City Hall at about seven o'clock. You know, I, I had a smartphone. I could be contacted by anybody at any time, but for some reason, it just felt like that's where I need to be. And then, then as I was leaving to go home that night when I decided to go home, I ran by the hospital. And uh, of course, uh, Tony Christian had been hurt seriously. Uh, Tony Howard. Tony Howard, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, Buddy Christian was one that was killed. Right. And, um, and I stopped by the hospital to see Tony, and and, I, and his wife actually took me back into uh, the, the room where, where he was uh, in intensive care. One of the luckiest men alive because a, a bullet went through one shoulder, lodged in the other, and didn't hit a vital organ. Mm. And then there, another one went through his face, um, burst into your drum, but, but you know didn't do any significant Fiscal uh, damage. I'm sure he's got emotional damage for the rest of his life, but uh, but my interaction with that, it was just, it was am- absolutely just talking about it now mm-hmm. is gut wrenching. Thinking about that happening and and what it did to that beautiful family of a wife and and two children. But um, the, the police department is one of our most important um, public safety uh, group in the in Athens. I don't I don't want to say that the fire department's not just as important. But our police officers, when they put their, um, when they put their badges on, when they put their uniform on every day, it's like they're putting a, belt, uh, a, a target on their back. And, and so it's, it's something that you can probably. I, I didn't realize I would feel this emotional when you asked the question, mm-hmm. but it's something that, that breaks my heart to think about our officers because most of them work a second job of some sure. kind. Sure. Because we, we literally we would have to raise uh, taxes significantly, which would, everything has, you know, you have a reaction and a counter-reaction. You know, if, we, if we raise taxes, we're going to push some of these jobs out and people that we need to be here. But I, I would love for us to pay our police officers better and and, and you know, the, the salary study is going to help, but it's not where it needs to be.
1: Mayor Nancy Denson with us here. As you look back, and here, here's that question I've been waiting to get to all morning. Now, you look back the course of eight years as mayor. <clears throat> Pardon me. get you to talk about yourself for a minute. Something you'll point to is that I did that. If not for me in the mayor's office, this wouldn't have happened, and I'm really proud and pleased with this. What would that one or maybe two things be?
0: Well, one of the things, in fact, the young lady out at the front that we were visiting when, uh, when I came down here, and she was talking about um, politicians that she talked to in and out. But you know, you, you, most people don't have a big thing that they did. It's all the little things that you do over the years that, that add up to making a difference in people's lives. And, and of course, you know, I was, uh, my, my my focus was jobs for our community. And I mentioned already that we had created 62,000 jobs in Athens since I've been here. That's That's the increase in jobs, I can't say I created those jobs, but I helped to set the environment that made that made those jobs happen. And one of the big problem issues that we have, and every community has this now, is affordable housing. Trying to 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 create a, a situation where there will be affordable housing because the county doesn't doesn't build houses, um, but but we have invested nine and a half million dollars in affordable housing through our uh, uh, community and Economic
1: Development Department. At the same time, though, and I've had this conversation with some of the folks who are going to be taking seats on the commission uh, after the first of the year, Russell Edwards specifically, and he actually kind of sort of agreed with me when I made this point. I said it, it's it's local government, in some respects, local government policies, mm-hmm. uh, zoning and density and the rest of it, land use, that have made uh, housing prices so unaffordable for so many people. And Russell didn't disagree with that, and we'll see what the new commission does, but am I anywhere close on that?
0: Well, one one of the things about you know, and this is all economics, and you you brought that up earlier, is that it's not economically feasible for uh, a, a, an individual, developer, to come in and build affordable housing because cost of land and just the cost of housing, and and it, there there's some place that you that you make a break even or or make a profit off of, but it's 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 it's, it's well over a hundred thousand dollars. So, so you know, we're just we're not going to see. Developers coming in and building single-family houses that you can buy for under a hundred thousand dollars because it just the the dollars just don't work out. And uh, but again, the density is is an issue too because if you've got an uh, area where you have to have five acres, ten acres, and we've got that in our green belt in Athens, and I think that's an issue that we need to address because um, you know we have we have the green belt around Athens, but then right on the other side we got the other counties that can. Put whatever they want to into their county and and i think it's um, two houses per ten acres mm. or something and as long as we're we are doing things like that that's that's going to push the cost of housing mm. and you know property downtown is worth well over a million dollars an acre and you can't expect people to come in there and build something that people get into for 50 60 thousand dollars unless the, the community invests in it and that's what we've done through hcd you know the brookside um where it used to be, we called it Pauldo, uh, was, was completely torn down and rebuilt with um, mixed income, uh, use, where you have some people, that about a third of it, pay totally market price. A third of it are what we call uh, workforce housing, and then a, a third of it's public housing prices, just like they were before. But we cre- we increase the density there. So we, we've got three times as many uh, units as we had before, and I think it's working well.
1: Mayor Nancy Denson, I'll let you go on this one. What are you going to do with yourself after you leave office?
0: That's something I'm struggling with, Tim, <laughs> uh, because it's, you know, uh, I, I think I told you one day, I, I don't know whether we're on there or not, one day, it's like I wish it was already done. I've got another, you know, you're sort of doing this countdown because there's really not very much I need to do right now except a uh, sign a few official papers that come through because every contract and every document in Athens has to be signed by the mayor. And so, so my signature is going on a lot of pieces of paper, but I go to the office and I think, what do I need to do today? <laughs> but, you know, uh, as far as looking back to a legacy, Tim, I think, and, and it carried over into the mayor because the philosophy carried over, uh, is some of my greatest uh, accomplishments happened as mayor because I, I, in 26 years, we never sold a single family home. And it's and it was, was a policy that I was challenged on when I started doing it, letting allowing people to make payments on their taxes rather than having to pay it all at one time and so doing that made made it possible for a lot of people to keep their homes that would have lost them otherwise and then the homestead exemptions that i helped get increased you know everybody in Athens that sent a a home with a homestead is saving somewhere around $350 a year because of the increase in homesteads well well that's carries over into that makes their homes affordable people can can still stay in their homes for that you know so um, but but as far as, as, as my legacy as mayor, and you heard me say when, when I was elected that I was the voice of everybody, and I, li- I literally believe that I listened to the concerns of every citizen when I was in office.
1: Mayor Nancy Denson, congratulations on eight years. Best of luck with retirement. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming in here this morning.
0: Merry Christmas, Tim.